0: I think that's why at a younger age, we should focus on helping those kind of people get to where they want to get. Not, not everyone's going to be Drake. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. Right. But that doesn't mean they can't work in the music industry in some sense. You shoot for, okay, whatever, it's going to be cliche, but <laughs> shoot for the moon and you're going to land. If you miss, you still land among the stars. Okay. So like they shoot to be Drake or they shoot to be whoever in their respective industry that's like the top like for these athletes that shoot to be michael jordan maybe they don't make it but like or you can work in broadcasting you know what i mean yeah. there's something or you can be an agent or you can be a trainer gear i don't know i don't have the solution but i feel like we don't set people up for success to what fulfills them it's just like factory setting yeah. like here this is what you're gonna do and some people break out and like we celebrate them but the people who are trying to break out we
1: like demonize Hello everyone. Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of the Feeding Curiosity podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, as always. Feeding Curiosity explores human experience. Through conversations, we can learn from other people with their ideas, their habits, routines, and anything else they've picked up along the way. It's through these conversations that we can have blueprints to live better, in any form. I hope you look at your own life with just a little bit more curiosity. On today's episode, I'm joined by my friend, Jordan Chris. The thing that makes this podcast a little bit special is that Jordan was actually in person for this episode. I'm sure most of you will be able to tell the impact of in person as I felt in this conversation. I think there's just a certain level of energy that is brought to the table when two people are in the same room. Having a engaging conversation and I really had a good time talking to Jordan as always we talk about the difference or the effect of workouts and mindfulness slash meditation highlighting what we think about this first year of the pandemic lockdown starting and how different life feels one year later or or one year of living through the situation Last but not least, that was the through line of the second hard conversation is what is fulfillment and Jordan's background around creative interests and how society doesn't help foster creativity in people, how we can maybe get more ideas on the table to help create a society in which more people are allowed to engage in their creative side. With that, everyone, please enjoy this conversation with my friend jordan chris jordan chris in the flesh jordan chris in the flesh <laughs> feels it's cool great. it's always like exciting especially cuz we've done at least two or three recorded yeah. over the internet while you were in LA yeah and so two i think i think we did two yeah.
0: they go pretty smooth i like technology is cool yeah
1: just... i figured it out <laughs> <laughs> Just make stuff happen. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of trial and error and then realizing, oh, wait, that wasn't recording my audio a whole lot. And then <laughs> I'm like, okay, don't do that next time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just make it happen. Make yeah. it work. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And for one thing, you're home, which is even more wild because it's actually, it would have been like three days ago. A year ago was the start of lockdown. Yeah. Our two-week lockdown. <laughs> yeah. What's what's today? Today's the 18th. Okay
0: yeah oh that's weird literally about a year ago i think it was the 20th actually but a year ago almost to the day alex and i we moved to chicago and that one apartment that was like just not great after that terrible (laughs) so we moved there and it was the next i remember it it was the 21st I think that lockdown officially started because we moved in and it was the next day after we moved in that the lockdown started yeah. So we moved to Chicago and couldn't do shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> We were like oh great this is cool <laughs> And to just mark time as weird as it sounds but it's like now there's three vaccines I know right Out things are opening back up mm-hmm. Feels different Yeah People are starting to talk about getting back out and doing more things by April or yeah. even May mm-hmm. And I'm like oh boy
0: I know. I'm excited, man. I'm so excited. I'm trying to temper it because I feel like this whole time it'll be over soon. So now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not too excited.
1: You don't want to get your hopes up too soon. Yeah. I'm
0: like used to this now and I'm like, I'd rather be surprised. Like when they're like, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. I'd rather like not anticipate that. When you just walk in and you're like, wait,
1: nobody's wearing these anymore. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. That's how the mask hit me. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get a mask. And then I went to go to Walmart and they're like, you can't get in. And I was like. I guess I should get a mask. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I guess I'm, you've twisted my arm. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even I was like anti-mask. I just didn't realize that was like right what you had to do. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to not pay attention to COVID because it was at that point, it was so exhausting. So
1: I feel like at the height of the whole thing, it was just really exhausting. And now it's like everyone just... I wouldn't say desensitized, but that probably is a good word for it. But it's just everyone just...
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good word for it. Everyone's just whatever, man. It is what it is like... Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? like yeah. let's get over this. Let's not be stupid. Everyone fell in line, but yeah, I'm excited because LA is finally opening again. The mm-hmm. gym in my building opened this week. Hey, so uh, when you get back, when I get back, it's like I already like because you have to. There's only six people I think allowed at a time, mm. so I like went ahead and scheduled all my days. <laughs> I'm going like Monday through Friday for like, <laughs> I will be there because <laughs> it's been literally a year since I've worked out consistently. A year since I've been in a gym. Yeah, I don't think I've went to a gym since COVID started. Oh my I, God. I can remember. And even then, I took a little bit of time off. So it's been like realistically longer than that's
1: even <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, just What are the odds of that? Something so simple as a gym ha- was just like not accessible because of the situation.
0: I know, dude. And you took it for granted. Like, I probably said this before, but like I realized how much I took the gym for granted. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I'll go today. I'll skip today until you can't go. And you're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Dude, I want to just work out. Like, so that's why I'm like, I'm never taking a break again. Like
1: outside of rest days. Right. But, you're not taking an extended break yeah. unless you absolutely need to. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I, I don't want to do that ever again. That sucked, man. It was like not even just for like physique or like physical health, but like even just like mental health and like clarity. Yeah. I felt like, like it helped. It's. Like when I work out, I'm more creative, like things flow. It's just, it's all the fog in your head clears out a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause you can go, you just high. It's almost, medi- it's almost meditating. Really? I would attribute like super focused workouts. And that's what I do. Like just. <laughs> you'll see a lot of times I get annoyed when people like speak to me when I'm working out cause I'm so in it and they're like, Hey, what's up, dude? And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, what's up? Let me highlight you in like, 30 minutes. <laughs> you
1: know what I, mean? I don't use the gym as social hour. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I came here. I have something to do. I'm trying to get out. My workouts are so long as they are. Like if we talk, I'm going to be here for four hours. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Look, I'm going to spend half my day in the gym yeah. because <laughs> just so. catching up with everybody. Yeah. I, there's a lot to that. I think there's a lot of people that attribute like better thinking or finding ideas with walking or like even running. Like mm-hmm. you don't even have to run. Like it just walking helps people just process yeah. ideas. And I remember, I forget when it actually hit me too. Cause I remember someone had started talking about meditation in a podcast naturally. And I was like, Oh, this sounds like how I work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like, I used like, I use basically the gym as like a moving meditation rather than the sitting still version cross-legged on a pillow. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Like I'm like, I'd rather just move a little bit than sit still. Not even just turn off your brain and and just put on some heavy music and just go after it.
0: Go, yeah. It's really the same function. And I think I was talking to Alex about this and she was like, oh, yeah, like you should meditate. And I'm like, I do in my own way. Right, You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's a little different, but I'm like, essentially, it, like fundamentally, it's the same thing. Because when you're actually, at least for guided meditation, I don't, I've never done like just the free-flown ones. Yeah, where you just try to sit. Yeah, and just whatever, however they go. But the guided ones, they it gets you to focus on whatever, yeah. like whatever it is. Listen to this or feel this. So you're being hyper aware of where your thoughts and your mind is going yeah. and keeping focus. And I'm like, oh, if you drift, that's okay. Just come back. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like getting you to be able to recognize that, your focus and be. And so when you're doing that and when you're working out or when you're really doing anything that you're hyper-focused, it's the same function and you just don't realize. It's like unconsciously, it's the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you're working, when you go into the gym to work out, like you have your routine. And I think like it, it's even better for more organized people who have that routine and, like they know what they're doing each time. Instead of going in and be like, what am I going to do? Hmm, hmm. Then you just. Yeah. yeah right. You know what I mean? But like when you go there and you're like, I'm doing this and it's just a process, you walk in, snap, and it starts and you go. You're literally, you're just there. And like yeah. outside the world doesn't matter. People around, like, you can be running, sprinting, you say, and people walk past you, you don't even realize it. I've had so many people come up to me and be like, hey, I saw you at the gym. I tried to get your attention. And I'm like, bro, I was basically blind. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I was legally blind at that Girl, point. I like, was blacked out. Really? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think you totally spot on with that because at least when you're. I think you should attempt to not even pay attention to your phone. Obviously most of us use it for music or whatever you do nowadays. Yeah. but even if you do use it for music, I would still challenge you not to pick up your phone unless you absolutely like, unless you track your workout somehow on your phone. Right. But I would just challenge you not to like answer a text message or, or whatever yeah. while you're at the gym because you're teaching yourself something about a short-term focus and dedication just or intensity of focus yeah while you're at the gym and then right. it's, if you master that in whatever your 30 minute one hour workouts or however long your workout it typically is then you can actually apply that in other places like mm-hmm. how many other places are we minorly distracted all of the time all of the time right it's <laughs> crazy and it's yeah, it
0: is what it is at this point i feel like yeah every single person you like at one point or another has their head down just glued to their phone yeah it's Fine. It's fine if it's just casual, right? Know, like a casual setting. Okay, whatever. But For whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever. But if when you're like doing something, say like at a show, like you're at a concert, and imagine. If you took someone that, like, you cared about or you really valued their opinion in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. and you took them to this artist that you were, see- like, for you, like, Angels and Airwaves. Like, you took someone that you're like, I really value your opinion of music. Let's go see Angels and Airwaves. I got his dope seats. Go there, and it starts, and you'll, you're, you like, so hyped, and you look over, and their head's just down. You'd <laughs> be like... Right. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like you're literally missing the experience. You know what I mean? You're like, why are you here? Yeah. If you're going <laughs> it's like so in those instances, I'm like, yo, be in the moment. To the so like when I go to shows, I again I might have said this before, but I'll try to like not record.
1: Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. I, I just I think the idea. It's like all those times that we've all had conversations where it's, yeah, that could have been a dope podcast. But there's also something like really special about it for the fact that it wasn't, it makes it more special because it wasn't recorded. And it's like, how do you make a moment feel like you wish you would have captured it? that special. And, and just basically stringing as many of those moments together all of the time. Yeah. It's so that you can just be as right, locked in, maybe. I'm not sure the right word.
0: Yeah, because you're not focused on anything else. You're just...
1: It's, it's like flow, conversation. I
0: guess. Yeah, it's like flow. But like when you're being recorded, like even if you don't mean to, you act a little different. It's yeah. Just, so it's not, it wouldn't be.
1: It's like quantum physics. Like with the whole, is it a particle or a wave? Yeah. Or it's until you observe it, then it changes state or it's like it, it figures itself out. It's like when you record yourself, something happens and mm. then you're like, oh, it's like a little part of you that's not quite yeah. not like letting go.
0: We're going off a little bit better. Yeah. That, that's the issue, I think, with reality TV. Mm. And why people attribute it to being fake. And to the point where people say, oh, it's probably scripted, which some might be. It right. might be, like, completely just It'd be really interesting fake. to
1: be inside of those rooms with
0: just how that, like, the behind the scenes of how that's produced. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm like, but I, like, what comes to mind is, like, Jersey Shore or those guys or, like, or people. And mm. what is it? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Like, I think of them, and I'm like, for so much of their life at one point or another... Especially the Kardashians. I don't even know, know how long that show's been on, but I feel since Whatever. I remember. Uh, like so, high school-ish? Yeah. At th- least? Probably even a little before that. Yeah. I don't know. However long that show's been on. Long before. enough. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's just ending now.
1: But, wow, um crazy.
0: Yeah, but anyway, but like their life just completely surrounded by cameras and stuff. Yeah. And then having imagine how we're saying you put on this like little, when you're recording, on you a change a little bit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But now imagine that is permanent. Yeah. Like, How do you shut that up when the cameras are off? And this is weird. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that becomes you, and then you become, quote-unquote, fake. And that's a different circumstance. But I think that's the kind of phenomenon that happens. So you lose... That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you lose that element... If, like, in all the you know, funny times we've had with our friends or, like, the stories that like, you're like, oh, dude, you had to be there, like, it wouldn't... Right, exactly, be, the, you had to be there moments. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> be that because you'd be like, oh, look, I can just show you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It wouldn't be as special for you because it's something that's like, oh, I, I, I'll cherish that forever, Right. you know what I mean? And yeah.
1: it's, like, the way you tell the story afterwards and be like, oh, yeah, there's this, is, like, stupid thing. And- yeah, <laughs> and then you remember it and you,
0: like, relive it through how you retell it. Yeah. And it's just, those are, like, some of the best moments. And I think they are, like that dear to us because we can't physically get them back. Like they came and went.
1: Yeah. I think you're definitely right. Like you appreciate it more because your memory of it is all you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And that's what it is to be present really. Like when you're at a show, like when mostly when I see like Tosh, I've seen her four, seen them, sorry, four or five times. And it's, there's certain songs they do that are like my absolute favorite. Like Mm -hmm. notion is one blackbirds one. And it's, I'm literally in the mental battle with myself because I'm like, I want to record this because I'm going to want to watch it later, but I want to be here. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Alex, record this. You You just pass it off on to someone else. Record this for me so I can watch it. But sometimes she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. There's, I think there's something to be said about that.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. It's really interesting. It's, I don't know. It's like weird, like with Clubhouse almost, where it's like everything Mm -hmm. on Clubhouse is just drop in, drop out conversations and i'm like i don't know like i go back and forth i'm like it's cool but also i don't know why i don't like there's part of me that's resistant to it sometimes and i'm like it's got a cool function i like the idea
0: of clubhouse it's great for networking and it's great for it's really good for like extroverts
1: yeah Um, i think it helps right now because of the pandemic yeah. Because all those people who like connecting with people and talking about their interests together, about their thing, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you have an outlet for it right, right now. Where Because you can't go to conferences, you can't really go many places in in general. Like you, you finally have an outlet for yourself to just be like, hey, let's go see what these people are doing with right. the thing that I actually know about or like talking about.
0: So it's cool. So I've been in a few chats. I don't use it that much. Part of it is because I'm stubborn and I get really pissed off because it'll just open up. I don't know if that happens to you, but I'll just be like listening to music and I'll like go on my, I don't know if I like get a notification and at the same time I get the notification. It's swiping in your screen or something. And then I'll hear people talking and I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in clubhouse. And I'm like, I don't know if I was muted, but like my music's just blasting. And I'm like, stop doing that. So now you
1: boycott it because of
0: that. Yeah, literally I've had, no, I've had multiple times that'll happen. And people, I'll hear people be like, Hey Jordan. And I'm like, who the hell is talking to me? looking around. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> like, there's like a ghost in there. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh my fucking God, Clubhouse. Um, so fix that, dude. But other than that, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's weird. Uh, yeah. I haven't really noticed it too much, but yeah. I have mine so it doesn't send me notifications all that often. So there's, mm. I do that on purpose though. My, my phone really doesn't send me notifications in general. I have smart text messages and phone calls and then that's it. it. I think that's it. That's good. That's smart. I have all my
0: social media, I guess Clubhouse is social media, but like all Snapchat, Instagram, like those ones, like yeah. I have those turned off.
1: That's you. That I still gone. check them, but, but. It's better to check it on your own time rather than it being like, hey, yeah. dangling the carrot for you and <laughs> right. be like, hey, buddy. Check me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me. But uh, we already preface this. You've been home for a little bit now, mm-hmm. but can you say, speak to anything about what it's been like? Because this is maybe not the longest you've been gone because you are but it's the farthest you've been away. Yeah. Being in L.A. So can you just speak on what it feels like now that you've been away long enough and been in a place... Yeah. um, That's different than your hometown?
0: I do think this is the longest I've been gone in once. Eh, that's not true, because I've been back before. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because college, Um, I think you might have been gone for longer. Yeah,
0: like I would only come home for holidays, really, so...
1: it was a shorter time period.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it was... I mean, it was cool to come back. I really was looking forward to it. And appreciate the time I'm leaving. Not tomorrow, but Saturday. But yeah, it was... I mean, it's weird because... One, I feel like, so when I'm in, when I'm at home in California, I'm like really busy. You know what I mean? There's this thing where I never have free time, really. Mm -hmm. Like I make time, but people are like, are you free today? I'm like, okay, I can look at that three different ways. You know what I mean? (laughs) So uh, technically no, (laughs) but yeah. Um, but then I can make free time for myself, which isn't free time for you, or right. I can make time for you. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. three ways to look at it. So I'm busy in that sense. But then Depends on come, who the
1: person is. I was like,
0: no, nah, I'm busy. <laughs> um, and I'm just not doing anything. But when I <laughs> come home, it's, I don't know if anyone else experiences this, who goes, you should ask Nick when he comes back. Cause I'm curious, but I didn't ever feel this in college, but now it's, like I feel like all my relationships and friends that are here, I feel like. It's my responsibility to make a point to see them at least once. So I feel like I'm more busy in that way because, like, I'm still working. I work from home. So what's yeah. the point of taking time off? So I'll wake up in the morning, get off work, instantly be like, okay, I got to go meet up with this person in the city. Then I'm out till whatever time. Then I come home. I'm tired. I have to wake up, work, do the same thing. See family, too. You know what I mean? Right. So It's, it's like, like checking
1: boxes, but also, like... The relationship you care about, you have to maintain,
0: and then you feel bad if you like, then you couldn't meet with someone. And I'm like, I gotta change that because it's not my. It's not like I'm avoiding them. It's like. Just didn't work out. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, so like, it's weird. It's a weird form of busyness. It's like a, so, a social, a purely social schedule. <laughs> so I feel like when I go home, I'm burnt out. I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah,
1: you're like, after a couple of days of it, you're like, I don't, you're like, I just don't want to be near anybody.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> that was a lot. So that's, that's one side, which is cool. I appreciate that. I like having that, especially because moving to a new state and a pandemic.
1: With nobody you can talk to. Yeah, really? yeah really? like
0: my brother's out there and stuff. So hang out with them. But like in terms of meeting anyone else or people like in my field really it's it's not easy so it's refreshing for that so that's one side and the second side is that it's weird how similar everything it's like everything stayed the same and there's literally times what was I I went out like the other day I think it was like last Sunday or something and I felt out of place the whole time weird it was like it was weird man and I was like I've never, I I don't know how to articulate it. I was actually thinking about that the other day and I was like, I don't get why I felt so off. You know what I mean? Do you remember what you were doing? Yeah. It's just just harmless, like going out drinking and that thing. Went to, got some food with a friend and then we we had some drinks and then went to this other place. It was like a bar crawl almost. Like we just went to a few bars and like had drinks. So it was fun. It was a good time. So I'm not saying that, but I just felt, I don't know, something felt awkward.
1: And mm-hmm. I was just like, I feel- it didn't feel like you anymore? Yeah. Like, like that wasn't what you considered- If you were up, like left to your own devices, that wouldn't have been what you chose to do. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I was interested in why I felt that because I enjoyed that. Yeah. Or
1: I guess- Did enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> At one fun.
0: point. Yeah. And I still enjoyed it. It's not like it was a terrible time. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. I'm not like the whole time I was like- <laughs> I'm mean bugging right now. You yeah, can't see me, but like, no, it was a great time. But it was just weird because I was like, wow, this used to be like, I would look, I would almost look forward to it if I knew there's going to be a time, right. especially like at school on a campus setting. Yeah, you're
1: like, claw dads, let's go. Yeah, when I
0: get the claw dads, we're good to go. You know what I mean? Friday is going to be a good time. I don't know why there's like a country touring. just started sneaking its way in. <laughs> um, whatever that was. <laughs> it's an alter ego that's coming.
1: <laughs> is Drinking Jordan coming out? Yeah, right? Drinking- <laughs> It's so good. Um, it's the military coming out in you. I don't know. Like fall dates. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, it was weird. But I it what I think I'm realizing is that it's not to sound arrogant or egotistical or anything like that, but I think I'm changing in a way that like the things that aren't important long term, yeah, to things that I value and want to become or get out of life, eventually having a family, getting married, being successful in my field in my industry. If it doesn't Point to that; it's becoming less and less important, and I'm realizing
1: that. And it's scary, but I like it, and I'm curious where it's gonna go. Do you think it's you know? like just a maturity thing? Almost, there's a point where some of the values, and it depends on. It's probably just temperamental mm-hmm. for most of us, but there's also like some externalities that affect us. Like you get yeah. in a relationship you're committed to, or a job just is asking more of you, or whatever. Yeah. Like you just have to be. Do I should I really go out and drink today because I know that I have to be up tomorrow early? Mm-hmm. And or just because life is just happening because you work Monday through Friday and then you're like Saturday or Sunday, you're like, I still got other things to go do. Right. So <laughs> you can't just go ham right? on a Friday night because it's going to slow you down or something. Yeah. and you,
0: you literally lose that time. Like you can't get it back. So yeah. I, I think it is maturity for sure. And I envy, in a healthy way almost, but I envy the people who realize that at an early age because they just have the, the literally their whole life ahead of them. You know what I mean? So if you can get to that point early and- Remove
1: it's like a head start almost right yeah
0: but that's trade offs there's good and bad to everything yeah, I
1: was very much the person who was doing that early on right like right my nineteen what was it like 19, 20, 21 was all just like school and work school repeat every day like forty hours forty hours of work with twelve like probably eight to 12 hours of school, depending on the semester, as it got easier, as it got toward the end of the semesters, it was like maybe 10 or eight. Yeah. But still, it's still a lot and it doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room for other things.
0: Tired. And you're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. There's an appreciation for those times. And again, it's not like I didn't have a good time. Yeah. Um, and I think there's value in it because like you're having fun, it's a social environment, you're just making memories, really. Yeah, essentially. And I feel
1: like I think it feels good right now too, just because of the way with COVID.
0: Yeah, and the fact that it's like the polar opposite of what typically it in California. I've went out a few times, like a small handful of times, and met people. It was cool, but like even th- I think even then it was happening, mm. but I didn't realize it till I came home.
1: Yeah, because it wouldn't have been as noticeable when you're around. So much new
0: because you can attribute it to that. You can just say, Oh, I feel off because it's new. I'm still getting used to it. Oh, good point. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, you blend those emotions. But when I come home and it's all familiar, it's so familiar. You know, I know if I want to party and be belligerent, I know who to hit up. Yeah, yep, we're gonna do that. You You got a list of people you can go find, and it's cool. So, it's like so familiar to a point where it's, it's almost like a not a routine, but you just know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like going to the gym and knowing you
1: don't have to be conscious anymore yeah like- <laughs> it's like damn i want to drink
0: if this person likes drinking i'm gonna hit him up you know what i mean you can do that yeah. but then when that happened and i was like i feel the same way that's when i was like oh this is something different that's happening and it's i think it is a maturity of myself and the dreaded 3-0 is yeah
1: close. we're definitely going to talk about that my birthday was eight days ago yeah. so happy birthday and it's i'm 28 right now so that two years, two years away from that 30, mm-hmm. which feels so weird to say out loud. Like no, technically it's less than two years, man. I know. Now it is. It just, I don't know what it is about that number. Like maybe it's just because it's that flat 30 thing, or maybe there's like that. Cause there's a list of the 30 under 30 kind of thing or yeah. whatever. I don't know what it is about that number, but it feels like y- y- I, did I say it to you or Joe or both of you maybe, but it was like, It's like almost, what do you have to show for yourself at 30? Mm. Because it's 30 is your next milestone, like post-college. So it's like, what do you, what does a normal 30 year old like have accomplished? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, one part of it, I think is because we set, as we grow up, we set these, like, it's a present thing, I think really, but it's, you're always looking forward to this age for this reason or this milestone in your life. Yeah. Because now I can do this or now I can do this or I just want to be 18 so I can do whatever the hell And then I 21
1: anyway. so you can go drink or whatever.
0: Right. And then after 21, what's the next one? Like you can do at 21, I guess in some states, I guess you can't rent a car of argument. 25 after that, you're like, huh, I can do everything now. There's not one thing that I
1: can't do. So your goals are up to you then.
0: Right. And I think that's where, what do they call it? There's a, a phrase for it. I can't remember, but it's basically like the this thing. And we've all felt it's not a midlife crisis, but it's like when people are like, have this thing where they're trying to find themselves because there isn't things that you're supposed to be doing or things that you're waiting on. It's just free. Yeah. Like you're done. You're probably done with college. You know what I mean? Some people might still be in and
1: yeah, grad fine. school or whatever you're. Uh, or you go back to college for whatever reason,
0: but then like, you have the guide, and you're like you're looking for I'm looking for my degree and have class, so like you have your purpose. It's like soul searching. Yeah. So when there is no structure to your soul search, it's just limitless. You know what I mean? And that's daunting. And so people are like, I don't. I feel like it's a very natural feeling um, to have, and I experienced it too, and it was it can get dark and for me it did a little bit like when i stopped doing music for a little bit i don't know that i was 25 it was around that time it was like after school and i was like okay now what and i stopped yeah. doing music and i hadn't started writing yet so i was like i don't like this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um, you're like which direction do i turn <laughs> right. And it was. i was just like i don't there was a point where i was like i don't really care it wasn't it wasn't uh nihilism right but it was
1: I feel like it was like, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, you're just drifting in, in it's like you're a, a boat in the ocean and you're just like, I don't have land in yeah. any direction. I think that's where you, like, you can fall into the trap of using partying or something similar to that. E- even video games could be a placeholder where it's, I don't know what the fuck I want to be doing. So let's just do this thing because at least it, it it's it's engaging enough that I don't have to face the things that like really worry me. Yeah.
0: It's, you become your vices at that point if you don't check it or your inhibitions because mm. it's, you feel good. It's like a spike in your whatever. And do- whatever dopamine whatever. dopamine probably yeah. yeah and so it makes you feel good like physically actually and so when there's nothing else you just long to repeat that feeling yeah and then you get in the cycle it's completely normal and it's fine i feel like people can do that it's just important to like be aware and check it and put us right. like center especially
1: yourself. if you're unsettled in any reason right like like those points where you're at like the that little voice inside your head that's hey Maybe we should be thinking about something else. Mm. Don't just be like, I'm not going to pay attention to that and just right. go off and continue to do the other thing because that's not going to lead to a recipe for success for you. No. <laughs> People get really good at shutting that voice off. Yeah.
0: You get really good.
1: It's easy. Yeah. Because there's so many things to distract you with. That's what I was talking to you before. It's like humanity has created this, it's so much leisure time. And now because of the amount of leisure time we have, As a modern human, it's like all of the things that we can spend our time on now will eat up your leisure time.
0: So you're almost always wanting to get back to your leisure.
1: Right. Yeah. And and because during your leisure time like, is the time if you want to pivot is where you have to be putting energy into to pivot yourself because you have to have a job Mm -hmm. unless you're young enough that you don't need a job yet. but once you have a job, you, you have a set amount of time that's going to be put into that. Right. And if you want to be pivoting hardcore, you need to figure out where to squeeze that time from. And the only way, like, you can't be just sitting leisuring. Right. Like, whatever your form of leisure is. Right. <laughs> it's,
0: it's setting priorities, you know what I mean? And that's one that you say, okay, like you go to the gym, okay, you got to, or whatever you run. Whatever wait. your activity is. Yeah, that's important. You got to do that. You know what I mean? You, you have your relationships in whatever capacity they are, whether it's family, friends, significant other and then you have sleep and then you have the time in between right <laughs> you know I mean? like there's this little... whatever is remainder of right. that little pie slice <laughs> and then it's it's very i don't cuz like i do it too i'm not saying i never chill <laughs> you know what i mean but it's i don't blame people for saying i just want to fucking relax you know what i mean yeah. cuz the world is exhausting definitely and, especially this last year which is interesting because people should have had more typically speaking had more leisure time so essentially thinking you should have got more done, but I feel like the reverse happened. That would well, actually be something cool to look into a couple of years from now.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing that I think is normal for most of us is we tend to fill up our time with more things that we really don't need to be doing. But when the pandemic happened, all of a sudden you couldn't do a lot of those things anymore that we normally filled our time with. Mm-hmm. And so it pumped the brakes. And so those people that like to keep themselves busy as like a self-medication type thing, we're now confronted with sitting alone with themselves, which they're normally not used to doing Mm. or alone with friends or family or whoever they're living with that maybe they didn't really like living with.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? And so it's like, now you have to confront all these things that you just made yourself busy enough that you didn't have to deal with them. Right. (laughs) Right. So I think there's a kind of a double-edged sword with that, with the whole pandemic thing.
0: Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because it's interesting how everything is like, good or bad it's never just one thing it's like right. such a weird it's such a weird thing and i think it was i think you posted this carl jung said something yeah. about that um i'm gonna butcher the quote so i won't even try it but he said something referring to what i'm talking about <laughs> so with the,
1: ha- the happiness one right
0: yeah that- so it relates to like you basically it was like you can only appreciate happiness with sadness yeah essentially more or less yeah um and so this kind of relates to that because you can look at this one group of people. If you split everyone down the middle, you have one group of people maybe on the left, not politically, but on, on the yeah. left.
1: <laughs> just for image's right. sake. Because yeah,
0: I know everyone's on that right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is physically, not politically speaking, on this left side of this border, these people can say, wow, really... I had all the stuff I want to do like arts and crafts. Maybe you're like, if you're an, a painter or you just like working on stuff, like I'm sure people who like are like carpenters mm-hmm. probably love this time. So like, I don't, people can't ask me to do anything. I can just sit in my shop and just build stuff. You know what right. I mean? Or anyone like that? Writers, musicians, you just had all this time. that you're like, Oh, I can dedicate all this time that I would have been distracted into the craft, whatever craft that is. Yeah. And then on the flip, you have people who are like, on the right side. Like, oh,
1: like for the people I... pleasers and like the party yeah. people, not party like go and get hammered, but yeah. also but like people that just like social yeah. interaction. Yeah, that
0: thrive in social environment yeah. that's taken away and they're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Right. <laughs> you know I mean, what do I do? You know, you're what like what an mean?
1: energizer bunny just has been like bottled up and you're like, I need an outlet.
0: But yeah, and I think that change is important because I feel like both both sides will still if you trace it down the middle, Mm -hmm. there's still there's still something you can take away from that. And that's you're getting something you lacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Either side. And I think that's important. And so that's why I think, honestly, not outside of the health issues and the right, you know, loss of life and stuff like that. But for what it did socially, I feel like this is gonna be a very important thing that we can look back on, like a time in our lifetime that we look back on and say, oh, I've found out more about myself. I figured out a little bit more about the world just because yeah. of everything that was going on. I feel like this is a pivotal moment in like For sure. our lifetime.
1: Yeah. I, mean? I, I think it'll it it's gonna be similar probably to like Great Depression type thing. Yeah. Maybe it didn't last as long, but it's gonna have ripple effects yeah. that are gonna shape the next ten years. And then we're gonna be talking about things that happened because of this. There's gonna be something written in the history books mm-hmm. eventually when our kids are growing up and they're gonna be like what happened in you know twenty twenty? Right.
0: Just, oh man, sit down.
1: Right. <laughs> like, let me tell you. I sat in my house and did nothing. Right. For a whole year. <laughs> What's cool is even in the, the
0: film industry, there's already like you have to have your like setting right. Yeah. Of, like when the script takes place, there's already a setting like category. That's pre or post COVID. Really? Like contemporary. Already? Yeah. So it's like modern times, yeah. moderns, like pre or post. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's a different. separate filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, super interesting. I'm like, that happened quick, but it's important because it, or like during COVID, even. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Grey's Anatomy, there's a Shameless did something. I think they're okay. like incorporate COVID somehow. Grey's Anatomy. I'm does. waiting for when
1: Mask will show up. In some sort of tv yeah, show
0: they, they have and the show your honor is brian cranston's most recent show they it was in one of the court cases like they had social distancing and like people wearing masks and like in the courtroom and stuff so yeah it's it's gonna be there and you're we're gonna see stuff about this era like
1: for forever
0: so much happened but it's cool i'm trying to find the positive of it you know what yeah. i mean i think that's one of it i think i'll always attribute this time as just like a, a major life changes in so mm. many different ways maturing And understanding what's more important to me, which is I have certain things I want to do. It's time to stop wasting time. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: You're like I got shit that I need to accomplish. Yeah. And I like, can't be spinning my wheels cuz I'm like thirty's coming. I feel that one.
0: <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> but it's cool. It's it's a cool, it's exciting. It's exciting cuz I'm like, ooh, like 30, like it's scary, but at the same time I'm like
1: Yeah, it's not like a loom it's not like, like it's looming, but it's not like, oh fuck, 30, goddamn it. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I have to do everything I have to do before 30. You're still young, you're still in the prime of your life, you know what I mean? There's still m- too
1: much learning to be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I feel like we're coming into our own now.
1: Like we're settling in. I would say that's, I think that's a good way of putting it.
0: Right. Like here's a metaphor, like from infancy up into 21-ish, I'd say we're like in our caterpillar phase and then 22 to 27, so everyone's different, but like on average, like 26, 27-ish is like in your chrysalis. Yeah. You're
1: going into school or whatever it is that's going to.
0: Yeah, and you're like, you're, shape you're changing, you. but it feels like nothing's happening as a cocoon. And then as you're approaching and hitting 30, like you're coming out and you're figuring out like, this is what I want to be, what I want to do, the life I want for when I hit the next milestone, which would be 40, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like at that <laughs> point, this shit better be figured out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you might want to have your pieces on the board, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't want to be forty thinking the same way I'm thinking right <laughs> I now. Mean, like that sounds can, can you
1: imagine? Jeez,
0: no, I would. That would not be good. It
1: sounds terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an interesting thought. Like I hadn't really thought about it, but that, but I do, I do think that you're right. Like, at least in the modern society, it feels like it takes so long for you to be. Find your place, maybe. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm-hmm. it feels like that in a lot of ways. And it's like for the people who are rare and they are at six years old, they're like, I knew I wanted to be a thing, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think those are rare people. And it, I don't know if they're being completely honest. I don't know any better. Exactly. And I think you go through phases. And even for me, I would probably say it wasn't until I was like, later 20s that I was like, that sounds like something I feel like dedicating too much time to but there's so many things you could pick to spend your time on and it's a lot of times it's just like decision paralysis it's, yeah. there's so many things you could possibly choose it's like how do you pick one yeah or know if you're picking the right one if, right. even if you know
0: which one you want to pick mm-hmm. dude the, another perfect metaphor for that and everyone's experienced this, so everyone knows exactly what you are talking about but like how many tv shows are there now so exactly. you sit down on netflix and you're just scrolling scrolling trying to find the perfect one to the point where hours go by, you <laughs> know, maybe not hours. That's excessive. But you
1: spend too much. You spend as much time as you probably would watch an episode. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then you finally pick something, and then you're like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> you even picked the wrong one, so you look again.
1: Literally did that earlier this week. <laughs> I was about to go to sleep. And I'm like, I just want to put something on that I really don't care about too much, but like, is interesting enough that I can watch it for ten minutes and then fall asleep. I was like. Nothing seems interesting. I guess mm-hmm. I'm just gonna turn this off and go to sleep. Right. <laughs> I'm like, why did I even exercise this futile right. futile experiment if I knew I didn't want to watch anything? Man, it's so it's but that's life too. That happens yeah. in life and it's metaphor
0: of life. Exasperated out where it's I literally, really can do ninety percent of anything I want to. There's yeah. some things if you're twenty six, you're probably not going to the NBA. Sorry. Right. You know what I mean?
1: And you're not balling a million dollars. So yeah. Certain things are off the table there. But right. so like,
0: probably, that's probably gone. But like Outside of those kind of things, you really can do anything. And yeah. so it's hard and scary to start, you know what I mean? And especially how our society is structured because it doesn't really... It doesn't give you pathways. doesn't give you pathways and it also doesn't give advantages to people who didn't figure it out earlier. So mm. if today I said, oh, you know what? I want to be a graphic designer. Yeah. Can I do that? Absolutely. But it's not as easy. And at this point, I need a job. I need a career. So there's things that have to come in. Then I can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna drop everything, and go back to school. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: There's like got sat- bills
0: to pay. <laughs> so you can't just get a job as a graphic designer. So like it deters you from starting.
1: There's a what is it? Like a, a pivoting cost, I guess maybe. That's a really good way to put it. There's a there's a certain thing that if you want to change from whatever it is you're currently doing, if it's a big enough change, granted, mm-hmm. then you have to. Basically pump the brakes on your current life and be like, hold on a minute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to start working your way to, toward it. And that's what school is for. As you're figuring stuff out, the the growing pains are not as apparent because you're in a uh, low... I don't even know. It's like a low risk environment. Because like when you go to school, you take a test. And when you mess up, it's not really a big deal because... You're graded on it, but it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. And as long as you work hard enough, you'll figure it out. But if you go and get a job, and you're like, "Hey, I want to be a graphic designer," but do you have an experience? No, they're gonna look at you like, "We need you to be good." Mm-hmm. You, yeah. They're not gonna let you put the training wheels on and, and figure it out. Right? <laughs> like, nah, you like, haven't been doing this. Like, we'll be paid. We'll pay the other guy. Right. <laughs> and it's got
0: experience. Right? It's daunting a little bit. So I feel like I feel like this, the way things are structured, doesn't benefit like creative types because. A lot of time, I, I may be wrong, but I feel like what I've noticed is that a lot of, of creative types usually find mm. their thing, like soul, usually find your spark, whatever it is, mm. later on. Because it's more ambiguous. It's not, you have people who are like, I want to do music, but what do you want to do in music? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then finding that, and then maybe that doesn't work, so you have to pivot. But at that point, say you've been working on it up until you're 28, now you're like, damn, I spent all this time doing that. And for so many people, they have this. it happens where either you have a child and now you can't, do as much time or whatever happens to you where now it's time to switch gears, but you're 28 and it's like, what do I switch gears to? You know what I mean? Like it's, I got to go back to school. I have a kid. I can't, yeah.
1: There's like certain options that are just not on the table anymore. Yeah. Or just not as easy to manage. It's daunting,
0: man. And I feel like it's a little, I don't want to say unfair because it's just how things are. Yeah. But I feel like they're, I feel like with how much, whether you want to admit it or not, but how much we give value to the arts, Yeah, you know what I mean. It was the reason why they make so much.
1: That's the other thing I've been thinking about a lot too. Is if money is a value proposition, we put so much of our not only money but attention because you sit and watch, like listen to music or go to concerts and appreciate music or watch films. Like you don't get. We've been talking about it. You don't get time back. (laughs) So it's like when you put all that time into it, but you look at it, there's not that many people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who want to be in it. That's for sure. But the people who actually make it. Not that many. It's
0: few and far between, man. And it's, and part of it is, it's like luck. But part of that is just life happens. You know what I mean? And some mm-hmm. people life didn't happen or some people maybe it did or whatever. They weren't the able to keep it going or yeah. whatever. And it's, I feel like with how much we do value on a grand scale or a world, like it's a global thing, dude. Yeah. Every culture and country has these like highly touted artists at their respect. Excuse me. and And you think that we would try to foster that, but it's very much just like, to the people who are getting into it, it's very much like,
1: that's what you want to do? That's stupid.
0: Is is it stupid? Because what are you listening to right now? (laughs) You know what I mean? What are you watching right
1: now? Or what do you go talk about when you go meet people? Yeah.
0: I'm like, (laughs) so it's not stupid. Like, you appreciate them. But it's it's interesting, man. And it's it's very, I feel like people Hmm. don't give credit to creatives and artists as much as they should. Because it's not easy to say, I don't want to work a typical nine to five. I'm going to go do this and make it happen. Yeah. Like, it's... uh. Shrouded in so much like ambiguity and from externally, like am- animosity almost. Like, why are you gonna do that?
1: You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're not gonna get make a lot of money from that. Yeah.
0: That's so, I can. Like, it's there, it exists. Like, I'm not I mean, making this up. Right. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? <laughs> I didn't just think of this today. <laughs> like,
1: you're like, I wouldn't wanna do this if I wasn't gonna be able to make a living right, off of it like, right. to some degree. Like, you don't have to be like ridiculous. But yeah, like- it's like you're not.
0: And I think that's the thing. I think that's part of it that people don't get. I think when someone's, like, I want to, and maybe there's nuance, but I, f- I feel like a lot of people think that someone who wants to be a rapper, they associate it with, oh, well, you're not going to be Drake. It's like, I, why can't I just make a living? But I'm not saying necessarily, not, yep. and that would fulfill them at the same time. Like, it's why is it that person's fault? That's what fulfills them.
1: Yeah, that's a really interesting point. And yeah. it, it comes down to this idea of like passion and like finding your passion. Yeah. And I, and I think at least for creative people like writers and and artists broadly speaking in any of those domains that fit that category. It's, I think a lot of it is it comes down to it's like your greatest, like your superpower is like right next to your greatest weakness. And so it's like hard to articulate it as a creative in a lot of ways, because if you're good technically or whatever, it's less noticeable like having a weakness of some sort, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or for instance, I've talked about this a lot. It's if you're a type A person, you're a workaholic, you shouldn't go and tell that person, like, hey, maybe you should meditate or go to sleep earlier or work less. You should really tell that person to, like, get them out of their comfort zone is, hey, go home at two o'clock and try to take a nap. Because for that work like, they're going to be like, why would you tell me to do that? Because right. I've got so much things to do at two o'clock. So you're asking the wrong type of question to the, to the, these type of people, I think, almost, right? Because I think a creative person sees the world differently. Than yeah. the average person, especially like a business person, right. or at least the, the average human. When you look at, like, when you say, I wanna do, be like a writer or be in film, and you say, well, I'm gonna do this, because it's so ambiguous, there's no, like, it doesn't fit the, you work eight hours a day mm-hmm. and you make an hourly wage and you get paid there's no no I don't know if it even exists you get paid like an hourly salary <laughs> for being a director or a writer may, maybe early on but once you reach a certain level it's pretty much like freelance really exactly like yeah. like you're just doing gig economy stuff mm. until you reach like the crazy levels of Spielberg or whatever in your Well even them they're probably It's you know, co- it it's kind like, contracted. It's yeah. in their contract they make a salary or something. Right, like, like
0: actors if they're not contracted yeah, it's point. just freelance but like, they make so much that it like carries over. Right you
1: know they I mean? just can exist between
0: yeah. roles long enough. Yeah like I think Leonardo there's a they have those round table conversations. I don't know if you've seen them. They're really cool but it's will have all these actors and like directors or thing. filmmakers and they will just talk.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. You round like roundtable would, you discussions. Would, like, yeah,
0: there was one with Jamie Foxx. Who else was in it? You would love that one, probably. I'll I'll send it to yeah. you. you. can put in the it's, show notes. send it it was, me that would be yeah. cool. I think it was like Jamie Fox, Adam Sandler, Robert De Niro. What
1: the hell? How did they get like all these Adam guys? Driver, I think. It was oh really? really it was wow. Really, I think
0: I might have. I might be mixing some, but it was either
1: way. Yeah. If you were to get half of those guys right. in one room,
0: it sounds incredible. <laughs> um, but it was really cool, and they just they talked, But there was one with Leonardo and Martin Scorsese, and I think Leo said he works once a year. Wow. He does a movie and I mean that once a year is like probably for six months, a few months or something, but then he just takes, he's just off
1: and I'm like, Oh, what a way to live. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was thinking about that like for teachers because teachers do the same thing. They work for four months a year, roughly. Like I'm assuming high school teachers, obviously, Mm -hmm. but you work for the the school semester and then you got the summer and I, I don't remember who told me this, but maybe it was like a summer school teacher, but she basically said that they get paid at the end of the semester like the advance, some of them do get like an advance amount mm-hmm. that covers, that through, covers the summer. through the summer. So they mm-hmm. get four months of pay over for one time. And then right. they have to make that last until the semester starts.
0: I think some do just get regularly paid throughout the whole Yeah, semester.
1: I think someone would probably do yeah. get like a, the salary thing every month. But right. I, I remember hearing that. I was like, oh, that's an interesting way of doing it. You got to have some budgeting skills there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would
0: be a nightmare. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Unless it's enough. Unless you're like, oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. That's a cool
0: way to live. You know what I mean? It's
1: out of the norm. Right. Because most of us don't know what that means. Like how that even yeah. equates to yeah. like an average life. <laughs> and they couldn't,
0: fa- like, it's no, it's not wrong. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just how they're wired. And I feel like me and you aren't wired that way. So it seems like we're saying that's how it should be. It's not. It's just me and you happen to be that way. But if me and you were the opposite, we'd be saying, speaking from that yeah. <laughs> perspective. But I think it's just an understanding to say this because some, someone thinks differently or has different goals or wants to attain certain things differently than you do yeah it's completely fine Um, i think
1: values too like i think a lot of it comes down to values of like the easy value is to pick like what is going to make you the most money because Mm -hmm. easy abstraction is more money equals more like equals ability to have more things off the table like that would be yeah more issues that just don't matter and then you can just be cool but if you're if you if the amount of money does not equal, like, amount of happiness to a certain point. Then it's then you're like, then what do I do here? Yeah. Because there's a point where it's, huh, if this is not making me any happier, yeah. <laughs> the next Lambo is not helping. I don't know. I got three. <laughs> right. I don't
0: know. That's why, like, fulfillment is imper- important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do what fulfills you. It's, it sucks because some people don't have the luxury. Like, yeah. it's for whatever. There's millions of reasons, but... There's a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Too many. Right. <laughs> legitimately. And I think that's why... At a younger age, we should focus on helping those kind of people get to where they want to get. Not not everyone's going to be Drake. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. Right. But that doesn't mean they can't work in the music industry in some sense. You shoot for, okay, whatever. It's going to be cliche, but <laughs> shoot for the moon and you're going to land. If you miss, you still land among the stars. Yeah. So like they shoot to be Drake or they shoot to be whoever in their respective industry. That's like the top, like for these athletes that shoot to be Michael Jordan, maybe they don't make it, but like, or you can work in broadcasting, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something, or you can be an agent or you can be a trainer. Gear, I don't know. I don't have the solution, but I feel like we don't set people up for success to what fulfills them. It's just like factory setting. Yeah. Like, here, this is what you're going to do. And some people break out and like, we celebrate them, but the people who are trying to break out, we like demonize, you like,
1: like, condemn them. Almost. You're like, hey. It's like a sheep who's like trying to break through the fence. Like, no, we're yeah. going to put the fence back around you. Stop right.
0: it. And then one sprints off and gets to the forest and like, ah, we'll let him go. Yeah. <laughs> he made back. it. He's lucky. <laughs> and then come back with his like gold coat. <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How the hell do you do that? Yeah, this isn't the forest. You just got to get out the herd. That's a really good point though. It, it's weird because now you can just, you, you can see all the stories that are like something to strive for and finding your passion or finding what fulfills you. And then there's a certain level of cynicism that comes in. Because so many people strive to do that and then it just doesn't pan out because life, right? Life and just democracy to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. If everyone's striving to be this, like just odds are not everyone can be at the top. Just that's how the bell curve works. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a struggle, right? I think for most of us, I think the best thing you can try to do is whoever it is that you respect in your given fields or people that you look up to as role models is aim to, if they're no longer alive, but if they are alive is like, how would you emulate a way so that you would be able to be respected by that person? Hmm. And it's not to be that person because I think shooting to be that person is not entirely right, but you should choose to use them as a blueprint. And then you basically say, how do I take what it is they're good at and put my own unique spin on it so that I could catch their attention. However you would, that makes sense to you.
0: Yeah. No, that's a great way to look at it. That's an, an amazing way to look at it because I feel like at that point, say you're a football player in any level of the game, mm-hmm. if Tom Brady knows who you are, right, you're probably on the right track. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're probably doing something right.
1: Like um, if you get someone to raise their eyebrow and be like, huh. Yeah, Like you confuse me.
0: There's actually, that literally happened. And not in football, but in basketball, there was a, a rookie. I don't remember who it was, but there was some rookie and he played against LeBron, and LeBron said, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And said his name. Yo, yeah, that's so he was cool. Like, yo, LeBron James knows who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm right. like, that's probably really cool for him. You know what I mean? Granted, he's in the NBA. Like, he made it to that point, but, but still, it's. I think that's exactly where you're speaking to. Do you live your life in accordance to like your idols, respect you. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Because if you strive, like, it's, it's exactly the cliche metaphor you use, right? Because it's like you, the higher you aim. Even if you fall one peg lower, then that's still pretty freaking good. We were talking about the rock before we got on here. We're like, how the hell does that dude got his finger in everything? And it's just you just got you just keep on going.
0: Like literally, that guy's something else though. That guy was like, Yeah, he's like the David Goggins of what he does. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, which is like so many things. I feel like he just has a never-ending battery. Yeah. Like good for him. That's-
1: I think you were telling me this not too long ago. It was like the like those who quit last
0: yeah yeah
1: right Mm -hmm. like it's it's, it's, i feel like success in
0: anything not just creative pursuits but anything really it's not that you're necessarily better not that doesn't help you get better over time and it really is just you doing more stuff than the next person and the next person and the next person until you're the last person doing stuff and it's now you look at the rock and you're like wow he's always doing stuff always doing stuff Always, (laughs) Always,
1: it's <laughs> like dude. you're like, sinking, like trying to get it to sink in. You're yeah. like,
0: I'm like he's. I don't get it. You just want to be like, bro, take a nap, like you were saying earlier. He,
1: he probably takes a nap, but he's. I'm gonna out you. Yeah, <laughs> he probably naps with his eyes open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he's probably just like. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, where'd you go? He's like, I just took a nap. For like five I minutes.
1: forget who, I think it was maybe Kevin Hart in a podcast. He said that's what he was napping in like a wheelbarrow or something one time <laughs> on set. <laughs> <laughs> the like they were on set for like a reshoot or something. You're like, where's Dwayne? Yeah. Like looking around for him, I'm like, oh, he's napping over in the mm-hmm. back. They're probably, actually, what's interesting,
0: this would be a cool thing to look into, but I wonder, they probably are really good and really creative at finding ways that they can catch up on sleep. Oh, yeah. Like, whenever there's like a lull in time, they're like, I got a couple of minutes. All right.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, they're out. like power nappers yeah. or they just, whatever, like they just squeak through and they're like, all right, cool. 30 yeah. minutes for two hours. That's probably what it
0: is. Cause I doubt they take four hour naps. Like, they probably, it. Uh, someone like the Rock, How many like meetings you you're
1: have... probably in and just like how, many, how much attention you need to, or yeah. little fires you need to put out in a given. Time right. period. It's
0: like, I don't think he has a luxury. Granted, he also has kids and then the gym. And so it's like, you can't, <laughs> that four hour time, you don't know, have the luxury for it. Luxury, but their luxury hey. is interesting.
1: Yeah. It's interesting, right? Like, we confuse ourselves by creating reasons why we should never do a thing. There's an endless amount of reasons why you should never do a thing, right? There's reasons why you shouldn't ask that girl on a date, even though you want to. There's reasons why you shouldn't start that job, even though you want to. Or there's reasons why you shouldn't start working out even though you should. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you you can find so many good reasons why you shouldn't. There's one reason why you should. Mm -hmm. It's because you want to. And regardless if you have the skill or not to do said thing, by choosing to start and then continuing to work at it over time, you'll find out that you will get better at it regardless of whether or not you were skilled in the first place. It's not until you realize that you like doing the thing and then you want to get better at it that you will then see things start lining up. I think early on in school, we get praise for the things that we're good at, though we may not be fulfilled by those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we're just like, well, shit, I'm already getting patted on the back for this thing, so I might as well just keep doing that because my teachers did I do this well, or my parents like that I do this well. And you're like, shit, okay, I guess I just got to keep going then. And all of a sudden something else comes up and you're like, but I'd rather be doing, that's when music usually comes into people's lives and like, damn, I really like playing the guitar right. or I like playing the drums or I like writing something, you're Like, but I'm still, I'm already getting praise for doing good in math. So the problem that we've been laying out mm-hmm. becomes really apparent. And so then at that point you have to just intrinsically wake yourself up and slap yourself and be like, as much as I like already getting fulfilled, like externally, it's the thing that you're intrinsically motivated by that is going to allow you to reach for the stars most times. And if you can line both of those two up, that's when you become someone like The Rock.
0: Yeah. Yep. Because you're good at it and you love it. So like, why would he stop?
1: Yeah. Because then it doesn't matter how tired you are. Yeah. Or how many other things you have going on. Yeah. (laughs)
0: You love it and it makes you feel good. You know what I mean? And like that feeling... Like, never let that go. I don't even care how old you are. Like I don't never, think it matters how old you yeah, are. Yeah, like, never let that go because I feel like that's it's important. You know what I mean? Even if life happens and you get stuck maybe working at a job that doesn't necessarily fulfill you. Yeah. Still have that thing that does. Whatever it is, it can be your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever that happens to be, like, hold on to that.
1: And I think, too, I'm not saying you, do, you can still work a job and have a hobby that you love that fulfills you. Yeah. And I think... What you can realize is that if you do already work a standard job and there's something you love outside of you, your job then is serving the purpose that allows you to feed the resources of that job into the things you really care about, right. be that family, friends, or a hobby.
0: And that can give you appreciation for your job. Yeah. Like in the roundabout sense. It's but
1: all about how you frame it mentally.
0: Yeah, it is. And so I feel like I personally take a negative look on like, not like my nine to five. It's a it's a great job and like all that stuff. But what I want to do, no. And I feel like I do get trapped and like, I just wish I wasn't working here. But right. if I wasn't, <laughs> then I wouldn't be able to write. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? I wouldn't. I just it serves wouldn't its purpose. To.
1: Like yeah. I, I tend to look at like jobs as vehicles. Hmm. It will serve its purpose for as long as you can stomach it for whatever reason. Yeah. Or as long as it does whatever it does for you. But it's, as long as it's in service of your longer vision, then you're able to do, then you can do it. Instead of just being like friction on it because being like sandpaper, mm-hmm. and just like, I hate this thing, and you're just rubbing your <laughs> rubbing yourself wrong. That doesn't do anything for you. That's not helping you. Yeah. So at least if you transmute into like a positive view of it, then you might as well just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we spend all of our time, oh God, I hate school. I hate work. I hate mm-hmm. this. Or I'm so annoyed at that. And if you just stop saying how much you hated something and just let it be what it is right because then now you're because now when you're off of work or you're out of school now you're chilling with your friends and you're complaining yeah <laughs> and mm-hmm. now you're bringing that negativity into the things that you really should be present for going back to that
0: yep. It's just a cycle man but it's hard it is hard because it's like it's hard to have a positive outlook yeah that but like just in general like to always be positive—that is a fucking skill. That's not an easy <laughs> good point. thing to do. <laughs> like, you gotta. Tra- that's what I think meditation helps you too, because mm-hmm. then you again are training your thoughts or training to uh, be aware of your thoughts. Yeah. So when you're, I feel like people who are good at that or who are naturally positive, maybe some people are just like that. Yeah, but optimistic. Like, yeah,
1: but like, optimism gene is that a thing?
0: Probably. I feel like it might be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be interesting, actually. But like, like normal people who can notice that and like yeah. pull back the complaints and stuff like that probably meditate and they're
1: aware that their thoughts go on. They're like, Oh, you know what? But it's good for you. They can stop it. you know what? My thoughts are drifting. Let me pull it back. Like op- optimism is a rep. Yeah. Like like when you feel yourself going down that negative thought train or getting annoyed at work, right? Mm-hmm. Someone sends you an email like, Oh my God, now I got to do double, triple work. Give yourself the, the, the whatever couple minutes to complain to your coworker about how stupid that other person is. <laughs> but after that, just be, yeah. just be cool. Does it matter anymore? I feel better now that I complain, but Hey, right. cool. I let that out. Now we're good. (laughs) Now we're good. What I do is I always, (laughs) at the
0: end, when I go on my rants or whatever, at the end of it, I always try to say, but it'll be fine. Yeah. Like you get it out. Okay. You got it out. You have to do it anyway. It's going to be fine. Like it's, you're going to be, you're, it'll, in the next day or the next week or the next month, (laughs) you really won't even be thinking about it. Right. It's like catastrophic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Different, whole different category. (laughs) But like for the most part, those little, like an email. That's annoys you and you get a little more work for the day. Like by Friday, you won't even record you won't remember. You know what I mean?
1: Because now you're busy for 10 minutes and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> by the end of the week, you're like, I don't even remember why I was like busy. Yeah. It, it's hard.
0: But I I do think and I'm trying to find the solution. Cause when I think there are like electives and things like yeah. in school. So they give you that a little room there to say, oh, look at these classes and which one interests you? Do that then. But I feel like it's for some people, you look at those and you're like, I don't know if I want to do that. But I look back now and I'm like, I wish I took every single English writing elective there was. Right. Like, I did take a film one, uh, Rhetoric of Cinema, and I'm so glad I took that. I took it to be lazy and to fuck off. Hilariously. But I was like, but I don't know. Do you think that was, set you on a path like one day? If- I, think, I think it did because it gave me a deeper appreciation for film. Like, I fucked off a little bit, but not really that much. Like, I was actually really engaged. And I think it was like, uh, it was like. It was just a perfect synchronization that was like speaking to something that was like innately there. Yeah. That I just didn't realize
1: yet. It was like something that was dormant, and yeah. that was the thing that kind of poked it enough yeah. just to be like, "Hey." Right. <laughs> because I
0: always liked movies, but I never knew like the rhetoric of them. Like I never mm-hmm. knew how to break them down. And when I
1: realized that, I'm like. Oh. Like, so to good. actually know that like, wait, there's a sauce, like a recipe to this thing? Wait, hold on. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like process. I thought you just set up a camera and people just did some just shit.
0: You <laughs> literally take <it> for granted. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Zerby was a perf- the professor, the teacher. Yeah. And he did say he's like, after this class. You're going to ruin, yeah. right? He's, no, he was just saying, it's going to ruin movies for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, it's going to ruin because you're going to break down. Oh, did you take the class? I didn't take the class, but I've heard the quotes yeah. enough between yeah. you and uh, Joe. Yeah. It's like, you're gonna it's going to ruin
0: it because everything ended be up like, ah, so I used to love Transformers. After that class, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't watch this movie. It's entertaining, sure, but God, it's not cinema. Yeah. You know I
1: mean? I don't know. I think that's the thing about when you get fulfillment out of something. Like, you find the layers mm. in it. Like, you're able to take... The thing that other people don't see something special, like even music, because music too, when someone listens to a song they really enjoy, that's just, oh, that's just a banger, bro. Like we know plenty of times that happens. But also like when you deeply understand a song, you're able to talk about it at a different level that other people are like, whoa, hold on. There's layers to the game. And I feel like I've done the same thing with many different things, like with engineering and product design and how to work with that, but also then like the art of an interview. Like, how do you, like, how do you, like, most people don't even think about that. Like the mm-hmm. art of asking someone a question so that they can tell a story that they wouldn't have told you otherwise. Yeah. Like, you, you don't think about those kind of things,
0: right? But there's a reason why not everyone does it. Exactly. Why <laughs> some people are better than others. Like I've listened to podcasts that are maybe not established or whatever, mm-hmm. but where it's an interview form and I'm like, this is terrible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, it's just the guy's not asking engaging questions or he is asking engaging questions, but it's just like a list. Yeah. Like it's like question, Reading answer, from a question, list. answer. And I'm like, dude, yeah. just do a Q&A and post it online. <laughs> like I'll, I'll read it. like if that's what it's going to be. So yeah, you take it for granted, but I guess I've seen more than the average person about how a podcast, so it's probably something yeah, I else. I mean, like, you
1: also have an inside scoop. <laughs> yeah,
0: so like I I maybe took that for granted, didn't realize not everyone takes looks into the intricacies of it like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, I don't, I doubt you've, maybe you have come across this, but like with music, I'll find I'll get in a lot of arguments with people about music and I've realized that it's just because it's a a fault of mine and just a miscommunication. So the fault Mm -hmm. on my end is I need to articulate how I'm viewing music first. So like I was trying to describe to one of my friends the why I'm not the biggest fan of country.
1: Yeah. and I feel like we mentioned country at least once. After I feel like podcast. it's every podcast, dude. <laughs> like
0: Every fucking podcast. I must love it. I like secretly I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. And Freud would have a field day with you. I know. didn't I want to have sex with it. <laughs> um, weirdo. Um, he creeps me out. I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, what was it? Oh, so I was saying, I'm like, it's not like I joke and say it sucks. It does right. suck. I'm like, but my issue with it is that. There's other genres, other artists that are very it's just easily digestible. You know yeah. what I mean? Like any it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter your background, really none of that matters anyone can plug it in and relate in a certain sense and then get value from it i'm like we're country they exclude a lot of people not intentionally at least i don't think yeah it's just a product of the genre and so i'm like it's not that it's bad Mm -hmm. it's just i don't a lot of the things i talk about i personally don't relate to even if it's a sentimental song and i'm like oh that's a beautifully written song yeah but the avenue that they get to the emotion or the heart i don't take that same road to get there yeah you know
1: what i mean yeah, it's interesting. I think country itself—I don't remember where I read this, but it was like someone had wrote like an like an op-ed type piece on it. Whereas it like country as a genre, it's like the essence of that culture of what mm-hmm. it means to be someone from the South, and so it's really culturally specific to those people. Right. Which is granted, a lot of people it You're wouldn't I mean. be so popular. Mm-hmm. But it's also if you don't live in those places, like we're from the suburbs, so it's just really probably not gonna. And that's <laughs> perfectly fine. You yeah, know what I mean, there's nothing wrong
0: with that. But I'm like, but that's why like pop is called pop because it's popular. Anyone, you can be from the South, you can be from the Northwest, East, wherever. And you it's, they're not so deep, but like you can relate to as far as the song is trying to take. And I feel like that's why rap is so dope because it is one of those things that it's like outside of people talking about their specific struggles. Yeah. But like when it broadens up a little bit, like takes just one step out of that box, anyone can relate to that. You know what I mean? Like J Cole's song, wet dreams. Mm hmm. It's not, like, an emotional song, but he's telling a story about, like, his first time having sex and the awkwardness around that. Every fucking person in this world can relate to that.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't have
0: to be from the South or from, you know what I mean? Everyone has had that Everyone time. has and,
1: awkward experiences. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and, like, the persona or this idea of having to act like you've done it before because mm-hmm. that makes you seem cool, and then everyone's doing that, and then it's really, oh, neither of us did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, that song is so dope, and I'm like, it's just to the point. It's fun. And anyone can relate to that.
1: Yeah. It's like someone like NF I think, strikes a chord. Because I yeah. remember when he had released his first album and it was like Spotify does the, the monthly numbers. Mm-hmm. I think it only like a couple hundred thousand maybe uh, like active listeners per month. Yeah. And all of a sudden I remember like checking a couple of like weeks or months later and it's oh.
0: He blew up. I'm
1: like, something's going on here. And it's he's I think he's different in the sense too where he like has a conversation with his audience yeah. through his songs. And it's because he's like, Oh, dude, I remember people telling me they they feel like they know me because of my music. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think when people resonate with anything, that's what happens. Yeah. It's like when you watch a film that really hits you and you're like, damn, I really like Spielberg or whoever. And it's, there's something about the person's craft that speaks to who you are in some way. And it's like, damn, I, I," like, we feel like we're kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's something to it. Like, I could feel like that when, I guess for me it's like Tim Ferriss and his podcast like when I would listen to his at first I didn't know who he was and I was like he's just some dude who talks to people and then all of a sudden it was like when he would let a little bit of his own personal stuff seep out and like his own behaviors and I'm like oh I'm like I totally get that like I resonate completely and it's you just feel like you it's like you you and that person could be like friends almost and it's like weird because it's like Through it, it's like through the medium of their choosing, you feel like you get to know someone, and it's oh wow, you think you're like you think you're being like how we started this with the microphone thing, like you think you're holding something back about yourself, but Mm -hmm. it's like over time you let a little bit of yourself seep into it, like the DNA if you want to call it that,
0: (laughs) comes out and then you absorb that. That's interesting because. So for you, the people like the people I feel like I know would be like J. Cole. Yeah. Like it would be weird meeting him because I feel like I'm
1: like, what's up, bro? And <laughs> right, like, exactly. You have no idea who I am. <laughs> you, know like I mean? you like, don't know and me at all, but yeah. I've listened to your albums on repeat yeah, for since, years. <laughs> like, since
0: dude, since I was like fifteen. <laughs> so it's been over ten years. Like it's That's weird. That's like
1: when you brought up Angels and Airwaves, like legitimately. Like yeah. I've listened to that for years. Yeah. And I could probably walk up and be like or not even just Angels and Airways, Blink-182. Yeah. I'd be like, I've listened to probably every song.
0: Multiple times. Multiple <laughs> times. And,
1: it's like, and then you go down these rabbit holes of wanting to know more about like the history of those people. And it's, oh, wait, you've got an original band that was Boxcar Racer? Mm-hmm. And you're like, you like as much about them as they might. That's like online. It's interesting. It's cool,
0: though. And I feel like that could be a whole other podcast. For thing, sure. Like, imagining what it is to be that person, though. To have all these people who feel like they know you to that level. Yeah. But you don't know them. Right. I wonder how that affects their, like, it's like, like the tribe mentality. Like, I wonder if that reverts, which it's probably different for people, but like I wonder if that reverts, when you're in that state, if that reverts you to be, like, really just introverted, not necessarily introverted, but, like, you just have, like, your circle. Like, really tight. Yeah, like- and, like, you have your, real, your family your close family and your close friends and that's it. Yeah. Cause everyone feels like they know you. So you gotta be real selective about who you let in. <laughs> yeah. Cause some of those people, needless to say, might be shitty. I bet there's shitty people who like Blink or J. Cole or Angel yeah. and Airwaves. And so if those people want to be your friend and they feel like they know you, it might suck. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? So that's it's a kind of a double edged sword with this influencer broadly thing where think about it this way. If you have a million followers on whatever it is the thing you do. That's like a decently sized city nowadays. Yeah. Like, just think about that. So even if you say 10% of those people are really good and awesome people, another 10% of those people are going to be really shitty human beings. Yeah. Just normal how it's going to play out. And they could also hate you too. They could also be shitty human beings, but they could also be the ones that hate you.
0: Yeah. Why am I John Lennon? Yeah. He was probably like the negative results of that.
1: Yeah. So it's just like you you have to, it's like a gift and curse of having a public persona, however you call it. And, and I don't mean persona in like the negative, like fake way, but it's just having a public image that yeah. people can then attribute to having no use in some yeah. form. Man. It's an interesting thing because we're not designed as individuals to be able to comprehend yeah. <laughs> that in any form.
0: Especially with the internet now and social <laughs> right. media. Or even more, because before it could be like you know them, like an actor, you see him in the movie, but you don't know them. Right.
1: You, know you don't. What I mean? you, yeah, you don't know anything about how they behave. And- huh. Right. That's a cool discussion.
0: I wish I knew someone like dumb famous. So I, I can, know. Like, right? talk to can you
1: about be like, it? hey Rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dwayne. Yeah, right? You had a first name, basically. <laughs> right. You don't even call him Water. Right. Rock. <laughs> like, hey
0: Dwayne, dog. What's up, man? <laughs> Make me some pancakes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> you call it's so wild in and, another in other words too we're already almost an hour and 20 in
0: <laughs> oh really all
1: right dude time flies with these conversations we just go and it just <laughs> every time I remember i literally checked it I was like all right 16 minutes in we'll be we're good yeah. and I look over oh hey <laughs>
0: <laughs> every time
1: all right. Yeah. And if there's any other thoughts, closing thoughts, things people should watch or listen to, Yeah. So will just do this every time now. Just yeah, we should. Yeah, that's that's it, a good. Just as a fun little. Hey, what are, what are you, Jordan? Yeah. Jordan, world. What are you listening to or watching? So album
0: I would recommend. There's two. So Tash Sultana's album
1: Terra Firma. It's yes. really
0: good. It's one of those, you just put it on and just vibe. Yeah. Like she has. I keep doing that. They have a way, that you should listen to it, and I highly so. They said it in a you know, close environment, maybe smoke a little, whatever. <laughs> um, just get just get in your zone, chill, mm-hmm. and just be there. Cool. So do it like that first. Just do that. Another album would be from, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's an R&B album uh, from this artist called G-Givion? Givion. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. It's G-I-V-E-O-N. Give on maybe. I don't know. He has a really unique voice, and his music's very, like, melancholic, but, like, really good. Cool. Okay? For film... I would say Judas and the Black Messiah was amazing, absolutely phenomenal. That was on Netflix, HBO, HBO,
1: HBO. God.
0: And then United States First Billy Holiday it was the last movie I watched. That was like really good. The Andre Day's performance; she plays Billy Holiday, just mm-hmm. phenomenal, like phenomenal actress. And I think it was her first acting role. Oh wow! Like, she might have done smaller things, maybe, right. but it was like i like first pretty big sure this thing. is her first role and she won the golden globe for best actor so wow
1: yeah watch that yeah cool jordan as always super fun yes sir and uh, hopefully the next time we do this i'll be in california yes sir in person yeah man (laughs) (laughs) just putting it out there into the universe now so that it's not up (laughs) to you anymore (laughs) i gotta i gotta hold myself accountable No. dope it's time for us to go actually enjoy beers at a bar yes sir have fun all right peace later people go find something fulfilling to do I wanted to take some time here and talk about how you, the listeners, can support Feeding Curiosity. I've always believed in providing more content to whoever listens to this of value than what you'd ever pay for. I don't like the idea of having to sponsor myself with products I don't use or believe in. If it's something I use and believe in, then sure, I will talk about it and I will do everything I can to do that. And I have done that on this podcast before, not sponsored, but I've talked about many products that I believe in. But in the aims of choosing to create a new model that I believe in and that we should all be striving for is breaking ourselves away from the subsidized model that ads provide. And so with that, we have turned on the uh, anchor.fm support structure which allows you, the listener, to subscribe to our content at the level of your choosing. That is either a $0.99, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. Meaning that you, the listener, and me, the creator, can be transparent about how much value you see in our content. And by doing so, that allows me to have more resources to ever increase the quality of this content. And that's not to say I won't be doing this anyways, but it breaks me out of the loop of having to worry about those things because there is a lot of time that goes into this podcast, but I love it. And I hope that by you choosing to support the podcast, you know how much I care about the quality of this content. And so with that, everyone, thank you all for listening and I hope you enjoy.